baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Don't stress. Listen to the podcast at WTIC.com or on the free Odyssey app. Whoa-ho! It's WTIC on a Friday afternoon. Don't forget, we got to order up during our last hour. Order up our food and, and dining and cooking and all that kind of thing. And uh, right now, we're going to we're gonna do the rants. We take phone calls during the rants. Anything you want to discuss, feel free to pipe in. 860-522-9842. Um, Rob Sampson, State Senator from Wolcott, will be here in about uh, half an hour. A little bit more, maybe 35 minutes, to talk about there is a, one of the scams they've got going. In, oh, they've got so many scams. I'll tell you about it in a few minutes. It's, it's really the stuff they want to do to rob us and to rig the system further is just mind-boggling. And they, they do it all the time because why not, you know, when you have total control? And right now the plunderers are in charge. So when the plunderers is in charge, uh, they plunder. And that's what they're doing with every little bit of, of legislative ability they've got. They are trying to... Um, they are trying to undo our system of government. They are undoing our system of government. Well, it, it doesn't have to be anything complex about what system. It's just it's our we're supposed to have a democratic society that is capitalism-based society. So why in the world do we um, why in the world do we do we have to live in a, a land where where uh, we're getting the government paying for everything? You know, that's that's communism that we've got now. That's what the Democrats, the Democrats are communists. I, for a long time, I didn't like saying it because it, it's the kind of thing that makes people roll their eyes. But the truth is the truth. What exactly is different between how uh, how Cuba runs, how the Soviet Union ran and what they're building here? Endless amounts of bureaucracy with huge fountains of, of money pouring through it and the, the 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 mountain of money pouring through it that is a, a, a cardiovascular system that's where it gets its its lifeblood its strength its energy the the true big bureaucracies and wasted money squandered money stolen from unaware taxpayers who think that there's a legitimacy to what they're paying for when, of course, there isn't. Hi, Todd. Well, you know, what I don't get about this whole balloon baloney is, uh, is the airlines. You mean to tell me they've never seen these balloons and they've never contacted, uh, you know, um, airports or anything? That's a really good point. That's a really good point. I was talking to Juan the other day as a pilot, and he said all the pilots he talks to, he's never heard a word mentioned of, uh, you know, people nerv- nervous about all the balloons they're seeing up in the atmosphere. I mean, this is all baloney. You know, Biden's full of baloney. Later. Balloon baloney. I love that phrase. 
it's been a, a couple of weeks of balloon baloney. The CDC finally responded uh, to the uh, to the health emergency in uh, uh, East Palestine, Ohio, uh, trail derailment today uh, by uh, reminding residents uh, of the area that they can best protect themselves and best protect their health uh, by getting their COVID booster today. Get your COVID booster. Well, you might as well change the subject because there's nothing government is doing right with that um, that situation in Ohio, I don't think. 860-522-WTIC. Steve calling from Springfield. What's up, Steve? Yes, Steve. I don't know what Steve's up to. Calling in and not talking to me. Hey, Todd, American Patriot. And I saw here on your radio show here, we've adjusted the radar. Now we can see the balloons. Now that just goes to show you how completely incompetent the Trump administration was. Well, I'm sure they were in many ways, but why is that their responsibility? As a matter of fact, it's a miracle we weren't attacked under that administration. There isn't anybody in the Trump administration that had any idea what they were doing. But but where is the the suggestion that uh, Joe Biden, who brought us Afghanistan and who brought us Balloon Gate? Why are why does your rift jump so so deep into the deep end so quickly. None of them had any experience. Kushner. Yes, but Biden had 50 years of experience. And if if Trump was stupid because he didn't know enough to get NORAD to repoint the radar so it would detect balloons, what about the guy who had just been vice president for eight years and spent 40 years in the U.S. Senate before that? And the moron Carson, Trump himself. Ivanka, none of these people had a clue as to what they were doing. You see what happens when um, when being interested in politics becomes a mental illness, you know, when rooting for your team becomes a, an obsession. The rational brain just shuts off and you just do rants and you think the rant has meaning and power and influence. And it doesn't unless you're in a room full of like minded people who yell and cheer for you because you're you're saying what they want to hear. Tanker Valdez spilled a container ship of oil into the Prince William Sound years ago. Mm. America went ballistic about the oil, killing all the, the fish, seals and the seagulls. The birds. When that train derailment happened in Ohio, they were told to go back but drink bottled water. What's going on in this country? Well, the bottled water is a good idea. <laughs> I'm not sure about the going back. But one of the things that the balloon incident demonstrates is just how completely moronic government is. I mean, these guys have no idea how anything works. And they have no idea how to react to anything. And then they stand up there and they talk contradictory nonsense. If you watched any or heard any of Joe Biden's press conference, it's all bulldung. Everything he said was contradictory. He's setting the record straight, and the record straight makes him look like he should be convicted and have a record. Joe is as full of hot air as the three balloons that were shot That's down. That's true. He claims they are not related to China now, but private companies studying weather and etc. 
Is this true or just a way for Joe to cover for China? How many more lies from Joe can we take? Well, whoever he's defending, he has to lie. Why did he shoot if he didn't know what they were? There was a sequence on Good Morning America, the intro. It's so distorted, I don't know if I should play it for you. I don't know what happened today, but it just didn't. Let me see if I can play a little. I don't even know if this is the right stuff. Parents should know this morning. Fiercely fighting back. The heart-pounding moments caught on camera. A woman fending off. Yeah, sorry. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty distorted. But the uh, they had this wonderful. So I've told you about how the thing with media now, because of the Internet, and how you need to make a website or an app sticky. That's their that's their challenge. How do they trick you into staying on it longer than you normally would? By just throwing any kind of addictive, uh, seductive thing there to glue you to where you are. And one of the ways news sites do it and news stations or magazines or whatever, they do it by scaring you. So Good Morning America does this intro today, and they start with a nation... Uh, Ill, uh, a, a nervous nation or a nation ill at ease or a nation scared or something like that. That's the, uh, that's the headline as they intro the show. And they start talking about a, um, a sh- two separate shootings down the street from each other, you know, near each other at two separate synagogues, I think, or, or maybe one guy was in his car, I guess. Two separate Jewish people shot by the same by the same shooter and this was uh, uh, the nervous nation it was based on in Los Angeles there were two people killed by one shooter and then they threw in that the um, the anti-defamation league whose business it is to trump up fear of the anti-semitism so they can raise money so they overreact to any little thing and label it a hate crime. That's why this hate crime thing. You notice how in every story they talk about hate crimes? Like, oh, that it's, it's somehow noteworthy if it's a hate crime. But if they don't charge it as a hate crime, it's not worth mentioning. It's the same crime either way. But they've, they've brainwashed us into thinking that somehow it's important whether they charge it as a hate crime or not. It's more exciting if there's hate involved. It seems to me you're pretty hateful if you're killing another human being, regardless of if you're not doing it for a religious or, or other uh, demographic reasons. 860-522-9842. More rants coming up. WTIC. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC. News Talk 1080. Yeah, so on the uh, on the balloon thing, this story is this afternoon in Politico. That could be one of our balloons, in quotes. Hobbyist says downed object may belong to amateur club. It's possible that the object shot down by American forces over the Yukon last weekend could have been our balloon, a member of an Illinois hobbyist group said Friday. On Thursday, news surfaced that an amateur group in Illinois said one of its balloons had gone missing near Alaska on Saturday, the same day an F-22 shot down an object over the Yukon in Canada. 
In a blog post on the group's website Tuesday, it said the balloon had gone missing in action, but they didn't make any mention of the military shootdown. The object was one of three unknown aerial craft that were shot down over the weekend, days after that Chinese balloon flew over the country. And so what the president basically confessed yesterday is that he didn't know what he was doing when he shot down these things. He was just in some kind of political uh, power tizzy to demonstrate his willingness to, to pop bullets off at anything, missiles off at anything, if it would make him look better to the American people. That's how I see it. Do you see it any different? I mean, they should be embarrassed, I think, humiliated that they, they are so without any logical, rational, informed, mature ideas in their head about how to keep the country safe. And the thing in the, um, the Great Patriot rant you know, the idea of giving Biden credit and saying that Trump was stupid is missing the point. It's not about the two teams always. Sometimes you got to root for your team, I guess. But neither of them had any idea. Biden has confessed he didn't know what he was doing because he said, he, you know, he shot down three things. He didn't know what they were. Well, they might have been from China. Well, now he says they weren't. So between Trump, who had no experience in how to be a professional uh, government-sanctioned gangster with the biggest guns on the planet, you know, it was new to Trump, but Biden's been doing it his whole life. Hey, Todd, this is Jerry uh, from Naugatuck. My rant for today is uh, Biden must be a self-loathing white guy. He gives money to everybody, but now he doesn't want to give money to uh, uh, the Ohio, the Palestine, Ohio, where, where the train wreck was. Why? He gives money to the migrants. He gives money to Ukraine. He gives money to all these little groups left and right. Yeah, but Jerry, isn't the point that he shouldn't be giving that money away? Not that since he's wasting so much money, he should waste more money. Why does the federal government have to step in to protect people in a state that spends billions of dollars every year? The state of Connecticut, tiny state, spends $25 billion a year in its budget. $25 billion. Why, why, does it, why are we getting money from the federal government to build uh, little cutouts in, in downtown parking areas? I mean, it's nuts. He can't help the people of Ohio. Those people are suffering. The government should, should take over the railroad and disperse that money, sell that railroad, and, and take that money and, and buy new homes elsewhere and, and, and give them compensation for the headaches, too, and all the other uh, illnesses. This guy, they, 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 there's got to be a recall effort uh, underway once he leaves office. Yeah, so, but you've got to let go of the Biden as the root of all evil. He's just the dope of the day. The, the government is our enemy, and the federal government is the super enemy. That's the crux of what you're saying, Jerry, and you're, you're just not processing that down to the bottom line, I don't think. Uh, Frank from Windsor. I get depressed when I hear the numbers coming out of the University of Connecticut, uh, deficits for the athletic department, and now the university. Uh, well, they're anticipating a deficit uh, for next year, big numbers. 
anyways, uh, depressed, but um, or order up Tom Scott and Lebo cheer me up. So maybe you want to consider doing a little more. Wait, Lebo's one of the big three or the big four? He'll be very, very happy. His ego will be running out of control. Or order, order up. Yeah, Tom order up. Scott. Tom Scott and Lebo cheer me up. So maybe that, you want to consider doing a little more of that and a little less uh, news from the University of Connecticut. Well, uh, you, UConn is a disaster. It's true. It's just a part of the slush fund of how to waste tax dollars and and con people into giving more. Gene's in Harwinson. What's on your mind, Gino? Good afternoon. How are you, Todd it's Feinberg? about time you called me. I haven't heard from you in 16 years. Well, I had a little bout with COVID. And did you get sick? Oh, yeah. I I, I outweighed it. You know, I the doctor gave me a little something to deal with it, and I had to stay inside. I was probably inside for a couple of weeks, but I beat it. Yeah, but were you? Did you feel bad, or or was it? Because when I got COVID, I at the end of it, it wasn't much, and I said that was better than having a bad cold. That's about how I would describe it. I says I've had colds that were worse than this. Yeah, so you don't feel great, but it's no uh, no it's federal no offense. Worse than anything I ever dealt with. Yeah. So you 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 live with it and you get through it and you're it's behind you. There you go, and very life simple. goes on. Well, very simple. And life goes on. I was very curious, Todd. Why is it we don't blow up the American Patriot anymore? Well, I got a lot of complaints. People thought they weren't hearing his ideas. And so I said, okay, if you want to hear Neanderthal man ideas, I'll play them for you. And then I, I figured. Could do, I could do without it. Well, that, I figured eventually people would say, <laughs> well, why, do you, why don't you blow them up anymore? And then I'll, <laughs> well, then I'll switch back. one of them. Yeah, well, thank you for that. I'll start blowing them up again just for you, Gene. Sam is calling from Bark Hamstead. Hello, Sam. Hi there. I just Hope had to hear you. you're having a good day. Well, I am now. <laughs> I've been thinking, watching all these people calling up defending Biden. Yeah. And I've got a Bible verse, and that always makes me think of it when I hear people get up there and say how great he is. And it's a person that follows a fool is a bigger fool than the fool he's following. <laughs> That's a Bible <laughs> verse? Yes. That sounds a little too lyrical. I thought it's it's hard to grasp. The... Oh, gosh. Everybody thinks that. But if you get it opened up right the first time, yeah, you just keep running through there. Well, that's terrific. It... I always think I'm talking to Dolly Parton when you call, Sam. Thank you for the call. I'm sorry. I've got to run to a newscast. Stay with us. More coming your way, including State Senator... Sampson, Rob Sampson, coming up on WTIC. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Right now at 860-751-4698 on the Todd Feinberg Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Psyched for the weekend. Let's talk to Robert in Cheshire. Hello, Robert. Good afternoon, Todd. You just uh, had kind of a throwaway phrase called dope of the day talking about politicians. Maybe that's one of your next features, having a daily dope of the day. Thank uh, you for I have no re- I have no recollection of having said that so thank you for bringing it to my attention. Say that you, again. I have I didn't hear myself say that so I'm glad I'm glad you picked up yeah. on it. Yeah, you, you you threw out the it was a throwaway phrase you called the politicians dope of the day. I'm going to suggest to you that you might have an opportunity to create a new feature dope of the day. I yeah, think your favorites will be either will either be Ned and or perhaps the so-called great American patriot. And uh, by the way, I agree with Gene. We should blow that guy up more often. Yeah, well, I've, you know, I got, I was getting uh, several complaints every couple of weeks over not hearing the full, uh, his full rant. So I figure now people must be ready to have him blown up again. Do you, do you think that guy is real? Do you think he really means what he says? Because it, it's so incredibly... Uh, unrealistic in terms of his his particular policy and his understandings, or the way he, he wants us to believe his understandings are. I think it's I, I think it's some sort of a front. You think he's uh, doing a, a comedy bit? Uh, maybe. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's too consistent, and it's too consistently wrong for it to be anything other than his effort to kind of tweak the audience. Maybe I don't know. But what would be the motivation to, I, you know, I, I toy with that idea. I'm like 90% committed to the idea that he's full-blown Neanderthal man. And he actually <laughs> thinks he's saying something, not just that he believes it, but that he, he thinks he's saying something that will resonate with others when they hear it because it's so insightful. And it, it's a remarkable yeah. thing because it's so um, two-dimensional. You know, it's cartoonish. Absolutely two-dimensional, a great way to describe it, and absolutely wrong every time. So I, I think he probably likes to hear you and me and whoever else talk about him because uh, maybe it gives him some sense of uh, 
self-importance. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully someday he'll call in and tell us it was all a gag. And he's all right. Looking forward to hearing from Mr. Sampson. He's uh, he's one of the stellar stalwarts in the uh, the assembly. Yes, he is one of the very very many few. Thank you, Robert. Good to hear from you, George. Calling from Vernon. What's up, George? Yes, uh, I called earlier today. But, I know uh, you're not supposed to remind everybody. But you call. Okay, all right. Forget what I just said. Okay, thank then, you. All right, you're welcome. No, no. You were mentioned earlier, uh, probably maybe 20 minutes ago or so. Yeah. That uh, Trump, when he came into office, and uh, or actually Biden, uh, knew uh, of these uh, balloons and whatnot, and how to take care of the uh, our uh, uh, sky, and then you said that Trump came in there not knowing how to handle these things. So the way I take that as he was not qualified to be president. If he can't handle these things or know how to deal with them, then he shouldn't have been president. Who's that? Trump. You well, just no. said that, uh, that Trump didn't know about these things, and then he should have put people in charge, supposedly, who should have known these things, and if he didn't, then absolutely he was not qualified to be a president. George, nobody's qualified to be president in terms of knowledge. All you can be is somebody who understands how to manage complex organizations and to be good on television as you lie to people. That's the, the, the last point is the primary job of being president. The thing is, do you have any insight? We're looking at Joe Biden, who has no insight. He's confessing to us. He had no idea what he was doing when he didn't shoot down the first balloon and when he did shoot down the three that followed. He's confessing okay. to having had no idea. So why are you picking on Trump, who's out of office already? Why? Because he just said earlier that Trump didn't know what was going on and that he should have punched I said maybe he didn't know what was going on. How would right. somebody who just came into the White House understand this? See, even Joe Biden, this is such a subtlety that it's fascinating to me, George. And I don't think it's the right point for you to try to just make it into a weapon to beat up Trump with, because we're talking about the fact that the military all by itself has made this decision, apparently, that the big danger it needs to protect us from is missiles coming in, missiles coming in from overseas to blow us up so they they aim all the radar up high and that's what they focus on and they ignore balloons but wait a sec we've had 20 years 22 years since september 11th don't we know that a soft bomb is a danger and a soft bomb on a, a balloon like that wouldn't that be something amazing if we became vulnerable. And how can they be so stupid? All of government is so stupid. The Pentagon is so stupid. They're all so stupid that they're ignoring the, these balloons, 154 of which are, are launched every day over the United States of America. Well, they haven't bothered to figure those out. They're all stupid. Government is stupid. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not introducing you that way, Rob Sampson, state senator from Wolcott. Thank you for being here. You're one of the smart ones, but you know how true that is, right? Absolutely. Government is stupid. I say it all the time myself. 
So I I was kind of horrified. I saw a story that posted last night on uh, the Connecticut Mirror. Headline, jobless benefits for strikers in Connecticut? Idea is dividing labor committee. And you sit on the labor committee, as I recall. And I'm thinking, is Rob Sampson pushing something where they want to pay unemployment benefits to people for belonging to a union? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that sounds likely, doesn't it? <laughs> no, on the contrary. So um, this is not a new thing, Todd. We actually had this bill come before the Labor Committee last year. Mm-hmm. And um, I am indeed uh, a member of the Labor Committee. In fact, I'm the ranking member, which is kind of like the minority chairman. And um, we fought it hard in the committee last year, but they got it through the Senate. Um, and uh, I, I put up a tremendous fight there. I mean, several hour debate and really calling attention to something that is, is absurd. I mean, the fact of the matter is that we see more and more the state government uh, interfering where it doesn't belong. And um, there are a couple of themes I, I want to talk about. It was my intention to come on and talk to you with. But one of them is that uh, contract between employer and employee. Um, we see it all the time, even the minimum wage or paid family leave or something like this, where they're going to interfere with what is a voluntary contract in America, the ability for adult free citizens to get together and make an agreement about some sort of work that needs to be accomplished. Nothing could be more American. And yet governments, large and small across our country, want to stick their nose in there, uh, prevent people from engaging in different types of contracts. And this is just an example where they want to put their the scale to benefit uh, employees. And you know why they do it, Todd. It's because, as we've discussed many times, it's because the Democrat business model nowadays is to um, exploit the various factions that exist in our uh, world. Um, There are more employees than employers. So obviously, if you are going to uh, try and write a policy, you want to benefit the employees because you'll get their support. And it's a great way to vilify others who don't necessarily want to um, support the employer versus the employee, but we just want the government to stay out of it and keep the leving, the playing field level. Um, and yes, but in do. this in this case, the idea of giving union workers unemployment benefits for being on strike for more than what is it two weeks that that yeah. is an absolutely abhorrent policy idea. Like it, it's disgusting. It it sh- there should be criminal laws if if you could criminalize being overtly hostile to the idea of having a democratic system that you would pay that people going to work every day who don't belong to a union would have to pay for unemployment benefits to be given to their fellow citizens for voluntarily refusing to go to work so they can so they can leverage their employers to pay them more Todd, it's only a tier two bad idea. (laughs) I know that sounds crazy, but I can tell you that there's a lot worse bills than that one. But you're absolutely right, because effectively you are giving the uh, an incentive to have more striking workers and you are unleveling the playing field. So they have an advantage in that negotiation. And ultimately, it's the employer who's contributing to the unemployment compensation fund, which is you know, bankrupt, and uh, they're being forced to pay more and more all the time. It, it is it is devious and evil. But believe it or not, there is another bill in the same committee um, that it, that that it would require um, in a striking situation. It would require the employer to continue paying for the health benefits of the striking worker. That's even worse because that's a direct payment. I I asked 
Senator Martin Looney, who is the president of the Senate, the highest ranking Democrat in our legislature. It's his bill. He came before the Labor Committee. He sat in front of me and I asked him a dozen questions or so on this issue. You can find that video on my Facebook or my Instagram and it'll blow you away. But he thinks it's completely justified that employers should have to pay the health insurance for people who go on strike. I asked him, I said, why don't you just make the law so they have to keep paying them? I mean, what's the difference? (laughs) Why doesn't he? What was his answer to that? Yeah, no, he said that's a pretty good idea, Senator. Honestly, no, I, God, that was his attitude. I don't get why they don't. Why don't they propose just take all of the policies from the Kremlin from 50 years ago? Why don't they just in one vote do one of those? What do they call those votes where they dump everything into a bin and you just vote for it? <laughs> right. An omnibus bill. Omnibus. Yeah. Why don't they make yeah. the communist Kremlin omnibus, omnibus bill and just do it all in one vote? Because they are trying to create a communist society. Oh, they absolutely are. And um, they've got their foot on the gas this year. People should be alarmed. I mean, the Democrats, look, the modern Democratic Party has gone far, far to the left over the last decade or so. The last few moderate Democrats that existed in the state legislature, they they were leaving when I was coming in. Mm -hmm. There's there's none left. The people that are that are serving in the state and federal level that are calling themselves Democrats are radicals. They, they want to offer this odd blend of Marxism and socialism as our uh, state and federal policy. And you're right. Um, the only thing holding them back is they try and push the envelope as far as they can without getting too much blowback from the public. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact of the matter is that in Connecticut, since they keep winning elections, despite doing the craziest things you can imagine, they are emboldened and they're going to continue to be. And more than anything, what I need Uh, Todd, is for listeners to understand that they've got to start participating in the process. The other night, there was a public hearing. Wait, excuse me. Let me just interrupt this thought one sec. We've got to take a quick break. Do you have time to wait through that? Absolutely. Okay, we're talking to State Senator Rob Sampson from Wilcott. He's going to tell us a good story about the other night. In case I forget, you can remind him. When we continue on WTIC. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC. News Talk 1080. State Senator Rob Sampson of Wolcott is here. We're talking about some of the crazy crap that the Democrats are pounding through the legislature and and talking about. Even that they talk about this stuff is bizarre. And Rob is filling us in on, on some of the stuff that's going on. So you were going to tell us about something that happened the other night, Rob. Right. Tuesday, there was a public hearing in the Human Services Committee. It began, I think, around 11 a.m. or noon or so. And it was regarding House Bill 6616, which is an act concerning the expansion of Husky health benefits to those ineligible due to immigration status. Mm -hmm. Effectively, free health care for illegal aliens up to age 26. And uh, this hearing went on all day and most of the night as well past midnight i think i gave up watching a little after midnight but what's interesting about it is that they had maybe 700 or so pieces of testimony submitted and i will tell you out of those 700 or so pieces of testimony fewer than a dozen were in opposition to the bill and if you watch the hearing it was one person after another on there testifying in favor of this policy these are how these things advance and become law It is because there are so few people. And I know this would not be a very popular uh, policy in my town. If I went door to door and started asking, I don't think I'd find anyone who was in favor of it. 
but if were, no one were knows, these people speaking in support of this measure? Were they bust in members of communities that it would directly affect? Mostly, mostly. I, I can't speak to whether they were bust in. Many of them were uh, joining via Zoom, uh, mm-hmm. but there were a fair number of people in person, uh, and a lot of them did not uh, speak English, and uh, and many of them were not even uh, under age 26, so they were not directly impacted. And I don't know that they truly understood the uh, scope and breadth of the bill, but the fact of the matter is it's the Democrat majority trying to cater to a, another population and trying to legitimize um, what is really ignoring federal immigration law. But isn't uh, this worse, Rob, that they're trying to use a particular moment where they've gotten complete control of state government and the media coverage has suddenly gotten become almost nil in the state for this kind of thing? Like if you If you had a newspaper in the state that wanted to um, generate some buzz and and be meaningful to the political discussion. They would be blazing headlines about bills like these and right. causing people to become aware. But what they're doing now, the Democrats, it seems to me, is rebuilding the infrastructure of what the default position of the the legal structure of the state is so that even if rational people someday get control of state government again and, and America is still in business, that they, they will be, um, you know, they'll it'll be a big job to to get it switched back to something sustainable. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, that's one of the main problems we have is that, uh, I mean, we've talked about it many, many times. I mean, the far left has control of education. They have control of entertainment, the news media. It is very hard to express an opposing view. Uh, it, it really has has become more difficult. But that, as I said, these bills are just some examples. There are so many examples. And I would say that there are three major themes this year. We already talked about interfering with private contracts, but there's also you don't own your body. That's a theme. And you don't own your children's body uh, either because, uh, you know, you don't have a choice on whether your child that's 12 years or older getting a vaccine without your consent. Mm-hmm. Um, we have bills uh, also put in. Uh, by the uh, uh, Democrat Senate Majority Leader about organ donation to make you a mandatory organ donor or to say that... um, If you ride a motorcycle without a helmet, you're referring to, right? right? You probably heard of that one. These are just a few examples. There are dozens of bills like this. And, you know, on the surface, that may seem like, well, that's not a totally unreasonable thing. He's trying to make a point about helmets. No, they're trying to make a point about who owns your body. That's the point they're trying to make. Um, And property rights. We've got just one minute, so give us a quickie on that. Now, I really wanted to go through a list of hearings that are coming up this week, but I would just encourage people to follow me on social media, sign up for my email, senatorsampson.com. I'm going to be listing four very important things we ought to get involved in this very week to show up for hearings and try and stop the uh, majority. And one thing where we ought to encourage Republicans, which is on fixing our electric rates in the state. Okay, so I'm off on Monday, maybe Tuesday you could come on. Well, just anytime you can, you know, come on every day if you can. And and uh, you know, be Paul Revere and just uh, ring the alarm. I will do my best, Todd. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Good to talk with you, State Senator Rob Sampson of Wolcott. He is a uh, almost a lone voice up at the state capitol for rational policies. Otherwise, they're trying to drive the state off a cliff that it can never. You know, I, I guess that's what it means to go over the cliff. You you can't get back. There's no no ladder to climb back up, and that's what they're doing. 860 522 
Don't forget to call in a rant, 860-751-4698. And there is Mark Christopher in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. It's Friday. Does it look like one to you, Mark? All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.